Next on BYU Sports Nation, the Bat-Cat Comeback. BYU baseball headed to the NCAA Regionals for the first time since 2002. What do you expect now? Head coach Mike Littlewood will join us live to react to the Cougars' regional matchup. Selection Monday for NCAA baseball happening right now. Plus, what BYU track and field pulled off over the weekend and the legend of Braceface. Oh, yeah. Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Brian Logan. BYU Sports Nation live on the holiday. Your day-to-day play-by-play in Studio B, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Monday, May 29th, wherever and however you are dialed in, it's great to have you with us. I'm Spencer Linton, teamed up with the grill master, Brian Logan. <laughs> I do have a nice grill. It's because I had five <laughs> billion years of, of braces, that grill. That's, that's the grill I'm talking about, Spencer. Oh, okay. I don't know what grill you're talking about. Maybe Memorial Day grills, like barbecue and hot dogs. I thought you could hamburgers. do both. I thought you were a good representative Are you talking both, about my, my gangster grill? Oh, hey. With my gold teeth you that I used to have. still got that thing, man? No, Mike. So let me tell you a story, man. I don't think I ever told you this. Oh, it's so embarrassing. So I like I had my grill right, and and I had like ten teeth. It was dental gold. Um, this is when I thought I was cool, uh, you know, back in the day. And um, so I, I had it when I came out here to be to Brigham. I still had it, and I started dating my wife, right? And she she threw them away. She threw them away. Like we weren't. I don't even think. I think we just started talking about getting married. Wow. So we were like, like, okay, I'm about to pop the question sometime soon. Like, we're on the same page. And after that, like, for some reason, bro, like, just, she just felt so, co- like, comfortable. And, <laughs> like, <laughs> just, yeah, just threw it away. I was like, where is it at? And so for. You know uh, it's true love at that oh, point. When bro. she can throw away your bro. grill and I mean, you're like, I still love you. I mean, yeah, you're right, man, because that costs a lot of money. You know, <laughs> a lot of dishes I had to wash to get that. <laughs> Oh, you are the grill master. That was a joke to begin with, but hey, it turns out that's actually kind of true, man. Kind of is. We hope you are enjoying your Memorial Day holiday with family, friends, and certainly barbecues. Just don't invite Brian Logan to come over and cook your hot dogs and uh, hamburgers. (laughs) But what a great sight to see all the American flags flying on the drive to work in different yards and neighborhoods. And we'd like to offer our appreciation to the men and women who have served or are currently serving for this wonderful country, the United States of America, in the armed forces. That's right. Proud to be. You know that song? An American, <laughs> yes, yes. I do know that I was song. waiting for you to join, man. I, I was like, I'm not doing this solo. Not doing this solo, bro. Hey, it's In all seriousness, an early rise and shout to uh, all of our military heroes on Memorial Day. With that, Brian, I spy some headlines. It's your BYU Sports Nation headlines. BYU baseball won four straight games to win the West Coast Conference Tournament, including a championship day sweep of Gonzaga. Final scores of 10-3 and 16-3, taking them to the NCAA Tournament for the first time since 2002. They will find out their NCAA Tournament destination in just moments. They're in Studio C as a team. We'll bring you that news the second it breaks. They didn't the business, man. It looks like a like mm. football scores. Mm. Uh, the Bronze Bomber, Bronson Larson, named the West Coast Conference Tournament MVP. He's 
been good since he's come on. BYU so far has not made the adjustment. They've been trying to pull that changeup of LeBron. And that is going to be hit deep and will be gone. He did it again. Four home runs, nine RBIs for Bronson Larson. Have a weekend, Bronson Larson. Oh, man. And that brings us to the stat of the day. Ah, yes. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. You just heard it. Bronson Larson hit four home runs. He added another run batted in for a total of 10 RBI in five games at the WCC Baseball Championship Tournament. By the way, those four home runs, Mm -hmm. a West Coast Conference tournament record. Nice. And we should note, one of the more memorable manifestations (laughs) of BYU Sports Nation karma. He was in Studio B last week looking for it, and it showed up in stock. I'm I'm still just waiting for, like, a T-shirt to be made that when, when the athletes come on the show and then they have their performance, you know, so comes on the show... Got the karma. This is what he did. And now they wear the T-shirt? And then they wear the T-shirt, show what man. they did? Yeah, that's right. Let's show what they did. This it's is just what the karma can do This is what it can you. do. That's BYU Sports Nation does great karma I- right. That's a great idea, man. It's, it's a fantastic like, idea. Like you wear, you wear what you did to show off yeah, the karma. Exactly. Why are we not doing this? That's fantastic. I don't know, man. He, like, you got to answer that. You get, you get paid the big bucks. <laughs> BYU track and field had a total of 15 athletes advanced to nationals after a solid regional performance on Saturday. Nationals will be held in Eugene, Oregon at legendary Hayward Field. Good luck to all of the track and field athletes. Yes, Oregon, not to be confused with Oregon. Sorry, it's kind of like the Boise Mm -hmm. State. Yeah, got it. Hey, you've worked on that one. Yep. Mm -hmm. (laughs) PrepVolleyball.com ranked BYU women's volleyball in 2017 and their recruiting class number 13 in the nation. Pretty darn good. Not a surprise when you consider that's a program that has gone to five straight Sweet 16s. Right. Hey, rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending brought to you by Ahern Rentals. Your next job is our priority. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. Batcat comeback. What a weekend for BYU baseball. Let's review what they pulled off with greater detail, shall we? Mm-hmm. As I mentioned just moments ago, BYU won four straight games, accomplishing the virtually impossible to win the WCC auto bid. Now, Brian, they did so by beating the team that, first of all, knocked them off on Friday, Mm -hmm. or Thursday, I should say, in game number one, LMU. Then they needed to beat the team that they just lost to in a sweep fashion a week ago, Gonzaga. Not once. They had to beat them twice Mm -hmm. in the same day. That sucks to lose twice. (laughs) It is unbelievable that they flipped that mental switch and went nuts against a team that they had just lost three games in a row to. Don't call it a comeback, Spencer. Holy It's what, the, it's what they do. It's what they do. Well, not only did they beat them, but they scored 26 runs against Gonzaga in two games and only gave up a total of six. Do the math. That's an average of a 13-3 to victory. As good as the bats were, Brian, the pitching was outstanding. BYU got four quality starts. In this current four-game win streak. Now, you've been there. You've been an athlete and played in games and lost games that you felt like you should have won and you've been disappointed. How, what is the mentality of a team or should be the mentality of a team after a tough loss in order to help them do what BYU baseball pulled off? 
Man, you got to have a, a short memory, man. So it's it's a lot easier for somebody like myself that's a corner because you you know every down potentially you could you could screw up, you could mess up, whatever the case is. And if you you know have your your mindset and you keep lingering on that, then your performance eventually is, is going to get affected. Now you and, relate to baseball players a lot that way because yeah. any given play. You can make an error, or a pitcher yeah. can throw a bad pitch and yep. get a home run hit. Yeah, that's that's interesting. It, yeah, exactly, man. And and you got to So you got to have. First of all, you got to have a little swag. You know what I mean? To to kind of you almost have to lie to yourself and be like, Nah, man, I'm I'm good. I'm better than that. He didn't really catch that. There, that the referee referee didn't see that push off, or he's, <laughs> he 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 stepped out of bounds at the ten. Like he didn't really do it. But 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 you but you kind of have to have that. You're gonna have this wall up, um, and then you got to think about you know. Hey, I still got I got so much game left, um, and, and it's a real mental battle. You know what I mean? So I mean, shout out to to those guys for turning around. But it goes much more deeper than just beyond you know one or single play when you're dealing with an entire program or entire team. You know, for something this big. Wow, four games. I mean, it wasn't just one game. Hey, like forget it. Win one game. Go. They had to win four. Elimination game. So long to that 15-year hiatus from the NCAA tournament. That brings us to our Twitter question. After winning the WCC title, what do you expect from BYU baseball in their first NCAA regional in 15 years? First tweet in at BYU underscore Bob. I just hope that I just hope the Batcats can put up a fight, win a game or two. Don't be the first team out. I would not be surprised by a run though. Everything came together for BYU baseball in this current four-game win streak. The pitching, quality starts. And then the bats, oh, man, did they wake up. After scoring two runs in that opening loss against LMU, BYU scores eight runs in a win against St. Mary's. Then they put up ten, or excuse me, five runs in a win over LMU. Hang on for that. Got fantastic pitching from Maverick Buffo. Then the 10-run onslaught and a 16-run barrage to close out the championship. <laughs> I mean, holy cow. The selection show, by the way, happening right now. BYU awaiting information on their next opponent and the location of their next set of games in Studio C here at BYU Broadcasting. And Brian, what's a good story without some controversy? Sunday play, no surprise, has risen to the surface again. Because BYU hasn't been in the NCAA tournament for 15 years, and now they're back, it's like, well, wait, we have to accommodate them. Wait a minute, though. They they don't have to play on Sunday when the rest of the teams do. I don't get it, man. I got to go to church too, man, dude. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All that stuff. I want to hear that mess, man. There is a specific rule in the NCAA books called the BYU rule. It became a thing. Because we got our own rule in 1958 and 1961, BYU's baseball teams qualified for the College World Series, but they voted unanimously as a team Mm -hmm. to uphold their own personal standards and not play on Sunday. So BYU President Ernest L. Wilkinson at the time wrote a letter to the NCAA and said, hey, I feel like we're trying to uphold our religious standards but be competitive, and we've earned the right to compete at this level, can we do something about this? And I'm paraphrasing. Mm -hmm. And the NCAA responded with the BYU rule, accommodating the Cougar Athletic Program and their religious beliefs while allowing them to avoid Sunday play. See, it's in the rules, man. You can't can't do nothing about it. It's been around since 1964, so why is it an issue again? Because BYU hasn't been 
playing baseball in this tournament for 15 years. That's why yeah, that's it's a it thing. I don't want to hear that, though, man. I mean, everybody – there's really no advantage or disadvantage in my opinion. So, I mean, I put my pants on like you do. Let's, let's go on the diamond and take care of this thing, you know, man to man. The last time BYU did this, 2002. Let's have some fun with this, shall we? Cost – of a gallon of gas was a dollar sixty one. That peaked to like four fifty. <laughs> I don't know, like five or six years ago. Salt Lake was hosting the two thousand two Winter Olympics. The top song was from your favorite band, Brian Nickelback. What? How you remind me. And the top movie at the time is. was Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also, no. this gem, you, Brian Logan. Couldn't even legally drive a car. Nope. You did not have a driver's Dude. license. I was, I was a freshman in high school. The average age of our current BYU Sports Nation student staff, they were six <laughs> in first grade. It's been a long time since BYU baseball has been back Ooh. to the NCAA tournament. Man. Holy cow. 2002. Man, I mean, I can't, I can't stress enough, man, just how, how – unbelievable is it for you to end the season the way you did, right? Mm-hmm. You, you kind of, you know, go into LMU, you have an opportunity to, to take it all, and then you, you drop three. You, I mean, th- think about your mentality right there, right? So instead of taking it all, you, you're now tied. And, I mean, I would go into the, into, into the, into the tournament down the dumps, Oh man, this hard is, not uh, this to. Right. Like, right? yeah, it's hard. It's just, it's natural. It's a, it's a fact. You I mean, needed one win to close out the the outright championship. It's a fact. Like, nobody plays this game to lose, right? So the fact that I lost and could have won a, a a championship to me that that hurts. That stings. And then I go to I go back and I play that team and I lose. Now I'm like, season's over, man. You trying to go to the water park in two days? <laughs> like, what's up? There, you driving? Oh, are we, are we going Uber? Okay, okay, okay. For sure, I got the first one. You got the, you got them right back. Yeah, but I mean that's what you're thinking, right? And then and then for them to turn it around and literally catch that wave, man, is I mean kudos to them. You know, I, I would stand up, but last time I did, uh, Jeremy fell my height, so I don't I don't want to do that. But I mean that they they do deserve a standing ovation. I mean I, I think about that as an athlete, 2010 uh, with with Coach Mendenhall and how he took over, and he said this. He said, look. Most teams that I've, I've coached, they know that they're good and have talent, but they don't want it. They don't have the desire to go and work hard. He's like, with you guys, it's the other way around. You guys are good, but you don't believe it. So, I mean, I got to get your mentality right so that you can, you can you know, change it up and, and go out there and compete the way I know you can. And those guys figure it out. Yeah. He, Mike Littlewood had to reinstill that belief. Coming up, I will tell you why what BYU baseball just pulled off was even more impressive than what BYU basketball did when they went to Spokane and knocked off number one ranked and undefeated Gonzaga. Yeah, that's right. I said it. (laughs) Deal with it. More of your tweets plus the legend of Braceface coming up next on BYU Sports Nation. What's trending on BYU Sports Nation is brought to you by Ahern Rentals. Your next job is our priority. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. 
Welcome back. BYU Sports Nation simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio. The conversation happening right now on Twitter. Follow at BYU Sports Nation. Use the hashtag BYUSN. BYU Fan Fest will be this Saturday at 3 p.m. Eastern in Corona, California. BYU athletes, coaches, and Spencer and Jerem will be there. And, I mean, like I said earlier, I think I said this last week, um, go out there, support them. Get your, your fan cards ready, the, the babies ready, get your autographs. Spencer's been doing pencil exercises. Yeah. Signing. He's ready, he's ready to go. <laughs> Hopefully I don't have riders cramp after the two autographs I signed. Pickle juice, man. BYU baseball now knows where they are playing in the NCAA regional. Hit it. BYU Sports Nation breaking news. The Batcats headed to the Stanford regional. And here is the moment that just happened, the official announcement. Up against BYU, the West Coast Conference champs, highest scoring team in the league. And again, BYU in there. They do not play on Sundays. So this regional, every other team in here ended their season on Saturday. But it does begin on I saw the reaction from BYU in Studio C at BYU Broadcasting. The 37-19 Batcats will take on Cal State Fullerton. The Cougars are a three-seed against the two-seed Titans as part of the Stanford Regional. They are back in the NCAA tournament for the first time in 15 years. Okay, they know what's ahead of them. Yep, they, they know. No surprises. I mean, I mean it's, it's good for these guys. Let me live in the moment, soak it up, but – you got to get right back on that wave, man. Um, I mean, the the, the momentum. Um, I mean, you, you don't want to really. I, I, it's hard as, as an athlete, man, to to say to sit here and, and do what coaches want you to do, or maybe even as media prep and say, "Oh yes, yes, that's all of attention is there." It's, you know, you guys worked hard for this. You know, this 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 is this was the goal. This is one of your goals, and so go ahead and take advantage, soak in the moment, um, and 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 then. I would say give it give it a day, and then go ahead and, and get your eyes locked on uh, Cal State and uh, continue what you guys have been doing. BYU baseball to take on Cal State Fullerton in game number one of their Stanford Regional on Thursday. Let's hear what head coach Mike Littlewood thinks about the matchup. Like right now, coming back after the break, the head coach will join us to recap a memorable weekend. And, of course, break down the opening matchup with the Titans. Stay with us on BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is brought to you in part by Tecano's Brazilian Grill. Escape the ordinary. Welcome back, sports friends. Spencer Linton and Brian Logan in Radio Vision live on BYU Radio, simulcast on BYU TV. We are on demand anytime, anywhere. If you missed any part of our opening segment chronicling what exactly BYU baseball just pulled off, Download the podcast on iTunes or the TuneIn app. Also, you can watch on BYUtv.org on demand at your convenience. Yes, whenever, whenever. However, um, you could also watch on demand um, the uh, BYU Sports Nation Media Day special. That will be on June 23rd at noon Eastern. It's a two-hour special with this Handsome young guy right here to See, my right. Again, you always water this down. What? What do you mean, man? I can't. What? I can't speak okay, the truth? Like, Thank you want me to call you ugly? I'm not no. going to lie to the people. Thank you. I'm not going to lie you. to the people, man. Anyway, uh, tune in on June 23rd for the two-hour special with Spencer and Jaren. Let's get you caught up to uh, date on what just happened moments ago in regard to BYU baseball and their NCAA tournament destination. 
BYU, the West Coast Conference champs, highest scoring team in the league. And again, BYU in there. They do not play on Sundays. So this regional, every other team in here ended their season on Saturday. But it does begin on BYU baseball playing on Thursday against Cal State Fullerton. They are the three seed in that specific regional in Stanford. And joining us now is the head coach of the Batcats West Coast Conference Tournament Champion, Mike Littlewood. Coach, welcome back to Studio B. Good morning. Thank you. How was your weekend, man? <laughs> nice and relaxing. <laughs> man, that was I, from Thursday starting at what, 7 o'clock at night until Saturday. We played five games in about 50 hours. Yeah. Um, Four of them with with uh, winner your winner go home um, implications and so it was a little bit stressful and then we flew home yesterday and we get to practice today and and uh, leave again tomorrow so it, my weekend was great <laughs> just on the road how did that Gatorade bath feel man um, it, it, it was the best feeling ever were, yeah, were, were it was you the best feeling ever were you in the dog pile so I, I saw no. on Twitter right you're, you're no smart. not in the dog pile not in the, <laughs> I've been in one dog pile in my life and that was in 2004 when we won the national championship so if we win the national championship I'm then in, you'll hop in the, I'm dog in the dog pile. pile on the bottom right on top of Colton <laughs> Shaver for sure <laughs> your uniform dry yet uh you know I was soaked that was I guess they got me with two but I'll take that any any day of the week <laughs> Okay, you now know your matchup uh, in the NCAA Regional, Cal State Fullerton. What's your immediate reaction to uh, taking on a pretty good baseball program at the Stanford Regional? Yeah, storied program, a lot of tradition there. Uh, they know how to win, and uh, they're kind of in their in their environment on the West Coast. Um, yeah. But, man, when you get in these kind of situations, you just never know what, what can happen. Um, it's not like playing them on their own field. Uh, we, we feel good about it. We're just we're – just, we feel really good at – about our chances of just playing in this regional. Guys have worked their tails off for, uh, well, since September, 1st of September. Put a lot of time in the weight room, in the classroom, on the field, and uh, I'm just really happy for them. Has this moment sunk in yet from, from what you guys did over the weekend and, and how you guys bounced back um, from the, the, the four losses? Well, it, yeah, the, the gun, three Gonzaga losses and the LMU loss at the end of the season, they were just, we were kind of looking at each other going, what's going on? Um, and uh, it, it wasn't very fun. It wasn't wasn't a very fun four games or, or a full week. But um, Bronson Larson's home run against St. Mary's it tied at two two. I think it was in the second or third. Just really took all the pressure off. It was amazing. It was just like we we like oh okay here we go. And from that moment on, it was just it seemed really really easy. Um, the the remaining three and and three games and another seven innings. Uh, how we just kind of rolled through LMU and Gonzaga. Of course, the LMU game. The most tense, so they had the run, winning, we're up 5-4, winning run on third base with two outs and two strikes, and the guy, Riley, comes in and does a great job, uh, gets a guy to pop up, and throws four consecutive pitches that the guy fouls off. If they would have known with Riley, we're not going to throw a curveball or a changeup. We're going to throw a fastball because it, it's so good, it might be in the dirt, and he might swing at it, but he, you know, with the guy in third, he might score, and so it was the most fi- tense five pitches that I've, that I've probably been involved with in my entire life. <laughs> Uh, and then we came back. We came back so great uh, the next day, and just just played nice and free and easy. And, and uh, we talked about it. Virtually impossible if you go into that. But I guess I'm glad that word "virtually" was, was in there. <laughs> yeah, such a delicate game. I mean, we're talking about going back to that Friday night game against LMU. The bases are loaded. One of their players nearly hits it out of the park for a grandson to tie the game. It's about two feet from clearing the fence. Then they add another run after that double scored two runs. It's five to four. 
to go from that to now this, it's just it takes one play to really uh, go in your favor in, yeah. in such a game of inches. And so, I mean, I, I can't imagine, you know, the relief and, and the excitement you feel right now to be where you are. Well, yeah, no, tremendous relief and excitement. But you, you think about you talk about game of inches. So at that ballpark where where their guy hit that, it was literally a, a foot away from going going over the fence to tie the game. And it's it's a little lounge area, picnic area, and it's two feet high. The fence is two feet higher where that fence is rounded out there than any other part of the fence. So of course. we deserve it. We deserve yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, up, we deserve you gotta, it. You got to own it, man. A- you you got to get a couple of those once in a while. What's your schedule like this week leading up to uh, the first game of the regional? Yeah. So after this, the, the guys were in there. We'll go, uh, we'll go practice, have a short practice uh, just to kind of get the guys loose. I mean, they, they've been, it's not going to be hard at all. They've uh, probably just stretch, throw, hit a little bit and get them out of there. They'll lift weights today, just get their bodies going again. We'll practice again tomorrow, and then uh, and then we'll head out to practice Wednesday, play Thursday. So um, it's on again. It's just uh, that's what you're saying saying earlier, Brian. Is you, there's not a whole lot of time to take a breath. And honestly, um, I'm on my like uh, my wife can attest uh, my eighth Alka Seltzer in the in the last <laughs> in the last twelve. You know, this is, it's that time of year. Any coach that you talk to ever, I mean, they've got a, some Pepto-Bismol right here and some Alka-Seltzer right here, and you just start, you know, one, one hand after the other and just keep doing it until the season's over. Nice. So I want to backpedal a little bit um, and, and just go back to the mindset of, 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 of your team, um, you know, just, just during the, the, the last four games and, and facing elimination. Um, you know, I was, I was talking to Spencer and the guys earlier, and it, it kind of reminded me of, of Coach Mendenhall when he took over in 2010 and, and said, you know, you guys mentally don't have it, right? Mm-hmm. You guys physically, you guys have it. You guys are gifted, but you guys aren't mentally there. And it's going to be – it's my job to help you guys understand mentally that you guys are, are capable. What, what was said with you in the locker room, um, you know, during that, that last week? Um, let me get out of your way and, and let you go play. You know, we didn't look at it as, hey, we have to win four games. We had to look at it, let's go win every single inning. And we just, we just broke it up into pieces. And, um, you know, again, I, after Bronson's home run, it was, it was really strange. It was just really, really strange how the entire mood of the dugout just changed and everybody was light, um, just free and easy. We've talked about those hitting things, the, the hitting slumps are those can be team things too. And yeah. guy in front of you doesn't do it, then you can then you don't do it. And that's what happened to us the first twenty games where we lost ten games by one run and one or two runs, and it it had that feel. And so, just fortunately, um, someone's looking out for us and allowed Bronson to just have the tournament of his entire life. And everybody else followed, just got in line. I think you weird sports nation karma. I think, yeah, yeah. I think that weird feeling <laughs> we, that you're feeling, that's called, we got that's it. called the karma. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You'll know the feeling the second time. And right? we appreciate yeah. it. Hey, just for fun, I want to play back that soundbite from last week when we interviewed you and you talked about the virtually impossible. Go ahead and play that. <laughs> it's a must. It's a must uh, win. If, if you lose that game, you come back at noon, then you have to play again at 7, and you, then you have to win two more games on Saturday. Um, not impossible, but virtually impossible. Okay, virtually impossible. <laughs> it played out exactly how you said. I said not impossible. To win four straight games, only two runs against LMU in that opening loss, and then the floodgates open. And you have pointed out a couple of times, that home run from Bronson Larson, one swing, yeah. it can – it can actually impact the it entire can. course yeah. of a team. Well, and even, Of a tournament. Even in the last game – 
when it was, I think it was three to one, and and uh, it might have been four to one. We're up against Gonzaga, and Colton Shaver's up there with a the guy on second base, and and he's been struggling. I mean, that's that's no secret. And he fouls off a couple tough pitches, and uh, all of a sudden he singles a ball up the middle, and that was similar in that game. Had similar effect that Bronson's home run did for the tournament. Everybody's super excited for for Shave. Um, he was absolutely. Um, thrilled that he got a hit up the middle, you know, for him, which is it's a small thing, but in in the context of that game, it was huge, and everybody's happy, excited for him, and we just rolled after that. So it, it is a it's it's truly truly a game of interest, just a, such a unique game. So when when you told your team, let me, you know, let me get out the way, you guys go and do what you, what you do, um, and you sat back in in the dugout and you watched your team um, kind of come back and and had this this historical. Um, you know, weekend, what was going on in your head and, and what surprised you the most about uh, your team's performance? Well, I just, I try to gauge the mentality um, where, you know, where are we at? What's the pulse of the team? And um, at Gonzaga, I could tell we were, we had anxiety. At LMU, I could tell, I mean, that's just something that a head coach, I think you have a yeah. good feel for what, and, you know, you talked about when Bronco said you don't have it mentally. And that's such a huge part because all these guys can play. Yeah. Anybody at this level can play. Yep. And, of course, you have to have talented athletes. But there's a lot of guys out there that they're afraid of the competition. You know, they're afraid to fail, afraid to succeed, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. And they have anxiety. And Dr. Craig Manning came and talked to the team last uh, before we left. He said, keep it simple and, and be assertive. Those mm-hmm. two, two small things. And um, that's what we did, th- those, those remaining four games after we lost. And uh, sometimes you, you start getting caught up. And I think you look at Maverick Buffo, who really, really struggled his previous two outings, especially at Gonzaga. So I kept him out, started Brady, who we, we got tremendous pitching performances. I mean, it was unbelievable, off the charts. Everybody had career starts for us. But Mavericks just, I think Mavericks sat back for those couple games and he's, he just started thinking, I, I just got to throw strikes. That's what these guys are doing. You know, miss barrels, pitch the contact, let your defense help you out. Yep. And he was just absolutely dominant. So it, not only on the hitting side did we do a great job, but guys out of the pen and starting pitching was absolutely incredible. And we played great defense as well. Was that the most surprising thing to you? Was the the level of consistent pitching you had from all four of those starters on those four wins? No doubt about it. No doubt, especially Jordan Wood. I mean, you've seen, you've seen, we've we've seen Brady and Hayden Rogers and Maverick do it here and there, and and most of the time they've done it. Um, but Jordan's been a little bit tentative when he started last two or three, four innings maybe, but he his velocity was ninety ninety three, and he was throwing a good hard slider in the in the low eighties, and he was just like. This is really special. Um, where you kind of look next year, could he fill Brady's spot in that starting weekend role? And I and I definitely think he could. But it was and his changeup was just unbelievable. I mean, it was just it was a dominant performance. So yeah, I would say surprising, but um, in a very very good way. <laughs> then Kendall Moats comes in and keeps yeah. it rolling. Gave us four four and a third of really really important innings because we were kind of running a little bit on on fumes in the in the pen, but Bo Burrup who came in against Gonzaga the previous week and got hit around, um, walked a couple guys, hit, hit a guy, had a double hit off him. I took him out. So he went out of that Gonzaga game on a low, comes right back, uh, shows his mentality, and just, and just kind of shoves. I mean, he was competitive in the zone and just let his defense work. Said, here it is, hit it. I'm going to miss the middle of your barrel and, and uh, hope for the best. And everybody did a great job. The karma is, is like it's like electricity, man. It just flows once flows through somebody, goes through everybody else. How how do you now keep this momentum rolling um, to this next this next uh, game? I think at this point um, we don't have to do a whole whole lot. 
uh, we'll be ready to we'll be ready to go. I think all that anxiety and stuff's gone. Um, getting to a regional was has been a goal of ours, and um, the last two years we felt like we had teams that could do it. Just didn't win enough games. You know, two or three games short. Um, not not having a good showing in the tournament, but turn it around this year. And as you look back, as I look back, you would never choose to lose the first game and then try to win four. Right. But now that now that we did it, man, I I love how we did it. I love how we did it, and I love who we did it against. Um, and for me, when, when Gonzaga dogpiled on us, and I, t- I was on the radio, um, and I told Brent, they just dogpiled because they tied us, you know, which is good. I mean, that we, and I also told him we needed that passion this weekend. But to actually do it for the West Coast Conference title right. where, and where get a bid, oh, yeah, yeah. it was uh, Mike Rucker, former pitcher for us, who's in the Cubs organization now, uh, tweeted out. He said, now that's a reason to dogpile. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so Absolutely. I, I kind of like that. So the, the tri-championship in the regular season kind of feels like your own championship because you won the tournament title as well. It sure does. Yeah, yeah it sure does. I mean, if, if our – I mean, I'd have been crying if, if winning our league gave you the automatic berth and then we, yeah. we went up there and lost three and lost it. But really all that does is give you seeding. And when you're going into a tournament like ours, you're going to face a good pitcher no matter what. And uh, so you – it doesn't really mean a whole lot unless there's a certain pitcher that you absolutely don't want to face, which was Corey Abbott. He threw for LMU. He threw on game two or on day two, and he and he ended up losing. Um, but it, you know, it, it it didn't do anything except get you a seed, which uh, and, and say you you were a tri champion or a champion. So hey, we'll take that. But winning that and getting the automatic bid—that's what it's all about. Okay, we heard it uh, during the NCAA tournament selection show that BYU will start on Thursday because they don't play on Sunday. And this is only a thing because it's been 15 years, right, since BYU got back to an NCAA regional. So now it's like, oh, wait, the Sunday thing because it's been a while. How much attention do you even pay to that? I don't pay a whole lot of attention. A lot of people do. Kendall Rogers from D1 Baseball called me last year when we were 23-3 and or whatever, and they were talking about maybe us hosting and if we would have finished the season the way we wanted. And, he said, now, if you guys host, you'll play on Sunday, right? Or if you go to a regional, you'll play on Sunday, right? And I said, no. 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 Mm-hmm. BYU will never play on Sunday. And he goes, well, i got to talk to your AD. And, and so I forward him there, and they just reiterated, no, we're not going to play on Sunday. <laughs> you know? Well, uh, these teams did it. This team did it. We're not going to do it. And so, and they had similar issues um, this year when, when we got that. It's it just, hey, it's, it's what we are. It's what we stand for. It's what we're going to do. And I love, that, I love that it's in the conversation because yeah. – um, if we lost, we don't get an automatic or we don't get an at-large bid because they're not going to try to do something for BYU and rearrange everybody's schedule. So we had to win. Um, but I love that we're in the conversation and um, it's becoming a topic because if it wasn't a topic, we'd be packing our bags and going on vacation right now. Right, right. You'd be going to the water park, right, Brian? <laughs> yeah, water park. That's right. <laughs> Mike Little with the head baseball coach of BYU with us in Studio B. We are talking about the NCAA Regional, BYU just found out they will take on Cal State Fullerton in game number one as part of the Stanford Regional. What are your expectations from your team? Because to me, it feels like the monkey's off the back, you got through that hurdle, and now you can kind of just play free. Yeah. I, I don't know. What I agree. feeling do you have? No, I, I agree. We just go play Cougar baseball. I mean, that's, that's what we do. Um, we don't worry a whole lot about what Cal State Fullerton does. We know they're a well-coached um, very talented and confident team. You know, they're they're going to come out and expect to beat us. But I feel like we're the same type of team. Uh, we we just talk about don't play the don't play the name on the front of the jersey. You're you're just playing 
a bunch of other, you know, 20, well, they're playing 26 year olds. We're playing 22 year olds, <laughs> but hey, you're just playing another, another set of guys. And, yeah. um, you, in this setting, you never know what can happen. Just get a couple of hits here and there, get a lead. And, um, sometimes those higher seated teams, they get a little, they get a little tense. They're supposed to win. So I'll, I'll, I'll answer the, the question. Spence. Hit me. He, he expects to win. Yeah. I mean, that's, totally. yes. that's yeah. yeah. Like, and, and again, I think this comes down to like a, like an athlete and a coach. I mean, you, you're playing for the right now, right? I mean, you, you're not thinking about next year or just because you, you accomplished one milestone doesn't mean that you are going to go back and, and sit down. I mean, yeah, you, ex- yeah. You, ex- you expect to win. Well, and the way I think I'm such a pessimist because there's times in the season we could be – we were 15-3 and three at some point in the season. I'm like, we'll never win another game. I mean, that's just the way my <laughs> mind works, you know. We, we can't win. That's just that's – just, I don't know what, what it is about that's in, set inside me, but – yeah. I, I was kind of looking towards thinking those same things next year. Okay, we've done this, and now I'm looking towards next year going, okay, now what do we do? Now we've got to go – now we've got to make sure we get to a Super Regional. If we got to try it this year, but next year we got to do the same yeah. thing or better. And anything less, we haven't met that bar. And so it's always, you know, it's always in our mind. We've got to keep going, keep going in the right direction, keep, keep pushing forward. It's very cool to see uh, the BYU baseball alumni tweeting in and how it, this just felt like – a program accomplishment for all of the guys that have ever played baseball at BYU. Yeah. It was cool to see them uh, chime in on this and, and congratulate you. Yeah, they're all in. I mean, there's a lot of guys. I mean, there's. Uh, I just. I just got a call this morning from from Dr. Tom Fife, who's in his late 80s, played in uh, what 66, 67. Wow. And um, he's he went out to Santa Clara along with Coach Tuckett, Coach Pullins, uh, Jeff Bills. I mean, so you have that era, Dane Orge, um, clear up to. Guys who just barely graduated, the Mike, the Mike Ruckers and the Jacob Rugman and everybody in between has uh, sent texts and, and well wishes, and we're going to try to get out to the regional and all that stuff. So really happy for those guys because you, one of our goals is we want to get those guys back involved and make them yeah. proud to be Cougars and former players. Oh, outstanding. Congratulations again, yeah, Coach. Thanks a ton. Uh, obviously still work to do, and uh, we'll do our part. Let, we're going to give you some BYU Sports Nation karma, and you can uh, – You can hold my hand, Coach. Don't <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were just going to give me some of that. Uh, and no, do whatever no, no, you want. No, no. Yeah, no, Brian likes – he likes to hold hands. <laughs> I, I feel like the karma is, is really passed through, <laughs> you know, touch, so – yeah, I don't know. Uh, don't judge me, coach. You got that look. Hey, I got to look on I gotta give a quick shout out to Brent Herring, uh, recruiting coordinator, getting the players in. Trent Pratt works with our hitters, scouting reports. Jeremy Thomas, our pitching coach. Hayden Nielsen's been awesome. Um, undergrad assistant this year. Uh, Tuckett Slate, our director of operations. Alex Davis, our trainer. I mean, just it's, everybody's all in. They bought in, and uh, we're, we're ready to roll. Program we effort. love this team. Yeah. Big things ahead for BYU baseball, and starting with the NCAA Regional on Thursday, we'll keep this conversation rolling with the Shep, the six-tool dugout reporter, joins us next. (laughs) Brace face. (laughs) BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Hey, we're live on the holiday. BYU baseball headed back to the NCAA tournament. Spencer Linton and Brian Logan live from Studio B. This is your day-to-day BYU sports play-by-play. Our daily rebroadcast airs weeknights on BYU TV at 6 p.m. Eastern Sharp. Uh, attention to all the BYU fans that are in the, the Corona, California area. This Saturday. Inland Empire, we're calling you. This, this Saturday at 3 p.m. Eastern, uh, the BYU Fan Fest will be taking place there. 
athletes, coaches, and then, of course, Spencer and Jerem. So come out. They're willing to sign autographs and go toe-to-toe with Coach Kalani Zitake of who's going to leave the field first. Ooh, toe-to-toe. Mm-hmm, toe-to-toe. Makes it, makes it sound like yeah. super, uh, I don't know, combative and competitive, brand. Yeah, I mean, that's what we do in sports. Sports, <laughs> sports, 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 sports. After winning the West Coast Conference title, what do you expect from BYU Baseball in their first NCAA regional in 15 years? At Milton underscore Rat says, I expect hits. Them bats are on fire. At History Geek 1776 tweets, and I expect them to play hard and have fun, but not advance. Well, now they're not going to be expected uh, to advance, but that is the I good expect them thing. to advance. That's the good thing for BYU baseball. They're the three seed. They're not expected to win. And Mike Little talked about just going out and playing and having fun. That can be advantageous. I like those expectations, quite I like, honestly. I like the expectations of winning it all. Okay, well, you calm down then. <laughs> <laughs> Joining us now, six-tool dugout reporter and BYU baseball good luck charm, Jason <laughs> Shepard. Shep, welcome to Studio B as a guest. Hey, uh, big fan of the show. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> <laughs> well, we figured we might as well get you on. Yes. You've been with this team essentially every practice and watching every game and in the dugout with them for now two full seasons, what what is the feeling like right now with this BYU baseball team? I, I just got done talking to the players, and it's one of those situations where, like, I dare you to try and get the smile off my face right now. <laughs> like, they are so happy, and it's because I think a lot of it comes into play from last year, where last year they thought they were good enough to be a regional team, and it just didn't happen. And so to be able to come back, have that same feeling this year – and then play your way into it and not let it be something that the NCAA decides whether or not you deserve an at-large. Right. They earned it, and I think that that made it even more sweet. So th- this team right now is, is confident, to say the least, but also just very grateful for this opportunity. So I'm, I'm going to ask you this question as a fan, right? Take yourself outside of – uh, Brigham Young Television okay. and, and an analyst because we are all fans just by 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 default, right? But as a a true baseball fan, which I know you are, mm-hmm. um, what does this what does this win uh, and and um, you know what happened this last weekend? What does that mean for you? Well, it's unbelievable because it's just not supposed to happen. It doesn't happen that often for, for a team to end the regular season getting swept on the road and then lose the very first game in the tournament. So you're immediately set up for you cannot lose another game. And then to come out and win four in a row in dominating fashion with the bats, with your starting pitching, it's, it's unbelievable. Things like this aren't supposed to happen. And, and I, I tweeted this out over the weekend. In my opinion, this whole thing changed in the second game. So BYU had already lost the first game on Thursday. Or, excuse me, uh, yeah, on, on Thursday. Thursday night. So Friday morning, they're playing that first game at like noon Pacific time. They fall behind two to nothing. And it's kind of one of those feelings like, oh, no, here we go again, that kind of stuff. You're wondering if, they, if, they, if they're pressing. Yep. And then Bronson Larson hits a two-run home run that ties the game up, and they never looked back. Everything Sorry. changed. It almost looked like that home run to tie it up, like woke everybody up. It's like, wait a minute. Yeah, this is us. Yep. And it reset the offense, and they, they haven't lost since. Didn't hurt that Bronson hit two home runs in that game. <laughs> yeah, and they continued to hit home runs throughout the weekend. The guy's unbelievable. 
West Coast Conference Tournament yeah. record, four home runs in that championship series. BYU going to take on Cal State Fullerton as part of the Stanford Regional. We just found that out moments ago. The team was in Studio C. We're talking with Jason Shepard. You tweeted out a few things over the weekend, Jason, including a Photoshop picture picture of you with braces <laughs> again. And I know, listen, you're willing to try anything, right? Hey, I need to see this. Hey, I, hey, Coach has seen my hitting and my pitching. Okay, that's not going to help this team. <laughs> if if having my braces back on are going to do the trick, I'm willing to do that. Okay, so for those that aren't aware of what happened, Jason got his braces off. Mm-hmm. BYU loses four straight. <laughs> we blame you for that one. Blame you. So you Photoshop brackets back onto your teeth, and then the Cougars pull off one of the greatest <laughs> runs in BYU baseball. We also blame history. you for that. Too. Yeah, yeah. Well, hey, here's the thing. Look. You know, I uh, I don't want to make it sound like I had anything to do with it. But let's just say, let's not say that I didn't have anything to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> it all depends on if you believe in coincidences you and know, chance. Look, I just, is, if, if it had anything to do with me taking my braces off, I did not want to be the reason why they <laughs> lost. So I immediately tried to rectify the situation as much as I possibly could. And hey, four in a row. Nobody's going to complain right now. You got to go next level, man. Like, you got to do something above and beyond. Headgear? Uh, I'm talking. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you can can do that. You can do that. I mean, eventually, (laughs) as the momentum momentum rolls on, man, you eventually are going to have to put the braces back on. (laughs) Headgear is next level. (laughs) Headgear is next level. Um, As long as we can get Here's the deal. I'm telling you right now if Coach Littlewood, I'm going to practice as soon as we're done. If Coach Littlewood says, Chip, for the good of the team, we need you to put on some headgear. What's going on? Now, I just want to point out what BYU did. Okay, as amazing as what BYU basketball pulled off against number one ranked Gonzaga in Spokane, it's not as impressive as what BYU baseball just did because they had to win four mm. elimination games. Your season is going to be over if you lose any one of those. So. It was crazy. We were all on on like this uber high after BYU ruined Gonzaga's perfect season of basketball. Right. right? This is it's harder to win four in a row against that level of competition. Back to back to back to back, and not just win the the four in a row is is just crazy. But to beat the same team in about a six or seven hour span, who just swept you a week ago, that adds another layer on top of it. And here's the thing: we knew that that was the BYU team that we had seen all season long. You know, what happened in Gonzaga was just, it was just odd. We hadn't seen it all year long. What karma. <laughs> and so for them to come out and play, it was like, yeah, this is the team we'd seen all season. Yep. And and now I mentioned confidence level. This team has always had confidence. And talking with the guys, you know, the confidence is at an all-time high right now. They, they are excited about the opportunity to play fairly close to home. I mean, there was a thought maybe they were going to have to travel to the East Coast. Yeah. The fact that they get to be on the West is great, and they know fans are going to show up. They'd show up wherever. But th- this is this is a really good opportunity for BYU, and, and they are going in with the right mindset. Great stuff. Shep, always good to talk to you, man. We'll take Thanks, a quick break, come back with the Cougar Whip Around. What a Kyle Dean tweet last year that we need to bring back up. Dallas. Stay Thanks. with us. BYU Sports Nation is brought to you in part by DexterLaw.com for help when you need it most. Thanks to today's guest, Mike Littlewood, the head baseball coach at BYU, and six-tool dugout reporter Jason Shepard. If you miss any of the show, download the podcast. Let's whip it. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around. 
baseball. BYU baseball sweeps Gonzaga 10-3 and 16-3, taking them to the NCAA tournament for the first time since 2002. They have been selected to play Cal State Fullerton, Fullerton in the Stanford region. More baseball. The Bronx Bomber. Bronson Larson named the West Coast Conference <laughs> Tournament MVP. Four home runs. That's a WCC tournament record. He had 10 runs batted in. Track and field. Track and field had a total of 15 athletes advance to the Nationals. After concluding the regional on Saturday, Nationals will be held in Eugene, Oregon at legendary Hayward Field. Good luck. Volleyball. PrepVolleyball.com ranks BYU women's volleyball in their 2017 recruiting class as 13th best in the nation. Not nice. really a surprise when you've been to five straight Sweet 16s. Also this, Brian, football. Countdown to the Viking. 89 days. <laughs> right there. Right there. Hold 89 days away from an actual football game. You know what? Football. Plenty of time to talk about that. Baseball's in the NCAA tournament for the first time in 15 years. True that, but ball is life. Today's Rise and Shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter Help when you need the most. DexterLaw.com. I'm giving it to Kyle Dean for a tweet he sent out Kyle. on May 30th of last year, which said, and I quote, I will be back next season 100% and will help take this team to a regional. You can take that to the bank. End quote. Take it to the bank and make it rain. Yeah, he retweeted himself from a year ago and said, I hope you cash that check. <laughs> well done, nice. Kyle Dean. Good to have him back in the lineup. He's been a significant part of this team while he's been healthy, and we hope that he can be healthy for this upcoming regional. But, wow. I mean, what a story, calling man. your shot. Right. Our Twitter question today, after winning the West Coast Conference title, what do you expect from BYU baseball in their first NCAA regional in 15 years? Our elite tweet of the day from at CL underscore living says, I expect a big smile from Jason Shepard, and he won't have to put his braces back on. Wow. Now we need the braces on. We need them on. The headgear, maybe, right? The headgear, yeah, the headgear. Definitely. Jason said it. We want to go next level for the region. That's right. The conversation continues 24 7 on Twitter using the hashtag BYUSN. Our show on demand, BYUSN.com, audio podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and the TuneIn app. For Brian, I am Spencer. Shout out to Vern Law and the 1958 and 61 BYU baseball teams. Hashtag Sunday Play. Later.